Welcome to Fantasy Sports Cave. This is your host, Gio Garcia. Tonight, when we're talking Houston, Texas football, and we're talking Houston, Texas football, we got our man, LJ. How you doing, LJ? What's going on, Gio, man? Coming off a great win Sunday night. Man, you guys pulled off an incredible win Sunday night football. I was watching this game. I was at a, I was at a local bar in, uh, in Orange County watching the game. It was a thriller, man. It was a dogfight. It was a Texas showdown dogfight. The battle of number four QB, you know, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. It was incredible. Talk to me about this game. Well, of course, the rivalry lived up to what we all expected, man. Very physical. Both teams came in, hyped up, ready to get a, a, a win that both teams really desperately needed at this point of the season. And I really, really was impressed by Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins play on Sunday night, you know. Watson took some hits, but he stood tall in the pocket, delivering strikes, making good sound decisions, getting the ball out quickly, and scrambling to make plays instead of waiting for the protection to break down in the pocket. So it looks like Bill O'Brien is getting into that playbook, getting some plays comfortable for Deshaun that he's comfortable with to, to be able to not make him think so much, and mm -hmm. he can just make precise decisions when pressure is on. So I'm really liking the play calling now. You know, he's starting to pass now on first down instead of always being predictable running on first down. So he's mixing it up a little bit, and it showed Sunday night, definitely. Yeah, and one thing I want to say, Deshaun Watson, he was 33 for 44, 375 yards throwing, one TD. He did, he did have one interception. Uh, the game was close all the way, but, man, you have the best hands in the NFL. Showed why he was the best receiver on Sunday Night Football, on prime time. And you know who I'm talking about? I'm talking about DeAndre Hopkins. Nine receptions for 151 yards. Average about 16 yards. Dude, he made some catches that I was like, how the hell did he catch that? Especially oh, in the fourth quarter. Definitely, man. DeAndre Hopkins is definitely our safety net on this, on this offense. You know, when we need a big play, we need a third down conversion. Deshaun Watson is looking for DeAndre, no doubt. And 2K, two plays stood out. Uh, that I'm pretty sure you you seen. The first one was the hail, the uh the end of the first half when uh, mm -hmm. Dallas threw the hail Mary. He was on the hands team, and he's the one that knocked that ball down. Oh, that's right, that's right. I did. I yeah. remember that play. I remember that. Yeah, play. I forget about that. But that was a key play. You know, he knocked it down to not Dallas get a chance to score. And of course, that last catch where he caught the ball in overtime, spin off two defenders to get us. Oh, yeah. In field goal position for that game winning field goal. He spent twice. I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I was watching Madden. Like I was literally watching yeah. Madden. And I was like, yeah. this is so cool. That's definitely the B button on Madden. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but all in all, like I said, he, he played brilliantly. And for of course, Kike Kute, he contributed again. You know, he had a touchdown and he comes up with a lot of crucial catches when we need him as well. He's not mm -hmm. that tall, but it seems like he jumps up real high to get these mm -hmm. passes that we need and he's a major weapon for our offense so as long as he stays healthy it looks like our offense is is, is really clicking now and i think we woke up from that um overtime last week considering the defense played uh 82 plays last weekend against the colts they played 60 this week going into overtime so they seem pretty fresh um mm -hmm. they they held Ezekiel Elliott to 54 yards total, 2.7 yards per carry. And I said that on the podcast last week. I said if we could contain Ezekiel Elliott mm -hmm. and put the pressure on that to make him make plays, we should come out with this victory. And we squeaked it out once again two weekends in a row that we had to go into overtime and hit a game-winning field goal to pull out that victory. 
Yeah, no, it was it was really impressive one because I was funny thing the girl I was I was sitting next to this girl, she's a big Texas fan, Texans fan. She was from Houston. She was talking about I was like, oh, you gotta you gotta meet my boy LJ. Like I was like, I know all about the Houston Texans. I know about all the the ups and downs right now so far in the season. And I was telling her, I was like, I think this is really a crucial game because I was like, if you guys win this game, you guys have back to back game wins, and you guys just got the momentum riding. Now that Deshaun Watson looked comfortable, he ran again. He ran a couple times. He looked mm-hmm. really good. He ran. Uh, he took. The, he had yeah ten times for forty yards. I mean, he's not. He, he he's running with confidence. I feel like those first couple games, he wasn't running with confidence. Now he's running with confidence. Now the offense is starting to finally sink in. I think especially all the Houston Texan fans are liking when it's it was a dogfight. He has won two games in overtime, which is crucial. So I mean, that kind of just having these close wins, I feel like is going to make the Texans even better. Yeah, definitely. And considering we only punted twice the whole game, the offense stays on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, the play calling is much better, putting Deshaun Watson in situations where he's comfortable to roll out, survey the field, make quick decisions instead of thinking. And like you said, he's starting to run now when the protection breaks down. He's not timid. So he's looking to run instantly. As soon as he sees it, he's running. But he got hit a lot this game, G. You know, mm-hmm. he took a lot of big hits, and it came out today that he's suffering from um, a bruised chest. So okay. hopefully hopefully he'll be ready to play on Sunday, which I'm pretty sure he will. But it's just that they need to get him ready. I hope he doesn't end up with cracked ribs because Dallas was putting the heat on him on Sunday night, blitzing him. Yeah. And it, it really, really affected him. But like I said, Deshaun Watts is resilient. He's tough, man. And he gets back up like a boxer, and he can take yeah, you know, right? That's right. I did see, I did, I did see him take a couple hits when I was like, man, I think he should have just slid instead of taking that hit. But uh, yeah, if you can avoid those, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was gonna say, yeah, if you can avoid those, I mean, you definitely gonna want to keep him healthy uh, for the rest of the year. Yeah, definitely. We're, we're gonna need him healthy because he's the, the key. He's the uh, you know head to our uh, offense, and if he's out, we have no hope. And you saw that last year when we went on that losing streak, but. It's some things that we still need to correct. Uh, we were one and six in the red zone. We only scored one mm-hmm. touchdown in the red zone, three field goals. That needs to change because our offense can get down the field, but once we get in goal line situations, we can't get in the end zone for some reason. Mm-hmm. So Bill O'Brien needs to look at that tape to figure out what we do differently to get in his end zone because getting down there is not the problem. It's getting in the end zone. You know, there's a couple plays that I felt like even I think he threw it to the tiny end. Like, uh, they're like – because you guys like, – at, at halftime, right before halftime, you guys had this shot to either take a field goal, yeah, and and he went for it. And I think that I forgot what the play. I think he threw it to the tight end, but the play to me, like, didn't. I was like, is that really the play you're gonna run for a touchdown? Like, I don't yeah. know. I think I think he threw it to the tight. It was to the tight end. I, I don't know. You, I forgot you guys' tight ends. Name. Yeah, it was Griffin. I know what you're talking about. That you know what I'm talking about. Play. I looked yeah. at. I, I was like, is that really the play? Like. Uh, I, I was I was I was I was a little shocked. I was like, okay. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's gonna be uh successful enough for us to be in shotgun on on goal line. I mean, mm-hmm. get behind the center, run the ball, even quarterback sneak. But the shotgun in goal line, I don't I I just think it's not a good play call for Bill to do that at that time because Deshaun Watson, you know, he'll probably try to scramble and you know say he's gonna get himself hurt if he continues to try to take hits to try to lean forward to get extra yardage. So. Let, let, mm-hmm. Let's look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's learn from him. You know, get out of bounds before you end up tearing something again and lose. Yeah, no, it's good. And one one play I also want to ha- highlight for you guys is also Alfred Brew. Al- Alfred Blue. 
He had eight receptions for 73 yards, man. He had a game. Deshaun Watson was definitely targeting. He was the second, uh, second most receptions in the game. Um, talk about, talk about that, man. Like how he's trusting him, like dumping the ball off to him, which I think is going to be very, very key moving forward. Oh, definitely. Cause, uh, it seems like Lamar Miller was out, you know, he has an injury. So blue came in and filled in for him very well. Um, getting out the, uh, the pocket, you know, checking down on him, screen plays, just using him as a, as a workhorse pretty much to just to sustain the offense to, cause we're, we're going no huddle now and we're, mm-hmm. we're putting the pressure on the defense to, to substitute. They don't have time to substitute. So if we can keep that momentum going, we keep the defense off guard. And Albert Blue, he's a he's a good runner. You know, he's a power runner in between the tackles. So he, he can definitely put pressure on the defense once the drives are consistently, you know, going down the field. And if we continue to do that, we, we should we should be in a good shape because we're not that far behind in division now, considering Tennessee and Jacksonville lost on Sunday. We're mm-hmm. only one game back now, even though mm-hmm. we started off going three. So we got some crucial games coming up. Buffalo we got, and then we got Jacksonville the week after that. So these next two games are going to tell to see where we're at now and going to be a part of the season. Yeah, and you guys have a very good shot at going 500. Having Buffalo at home, I mean, we know everybody knows about Buffalo struggles. This year, you guys are at home. You guys got the momentum. You guys can go three to th- three and three. And then you got Jacksonville, and then you guys travel to Jacksonville. That's going to be a tough one. It always is that tough defense. Um, but yeah, I mean, you saw what uh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, how he took down ja- Jaguars. The Jaguars can get beat. I mean, but we also should say the Chiefs' offense is insane. So this is what I want to ask you: What would you like to see in this Bills game moving? Uh, in this next game against the Bills, uh, definitely red zone. Definitely, mm-hmm. let's let's get some touchdowns instead of field goals because we're keeping points on the you know off the field because we should have won this game by two touchdowns easily. There's mm-hmm. no way we should have went in overtime and try to kick a game winning field goal. So cut down, like I said, the red zone offense needs to improve. And Deshaun Watson, let, let's let's get down. Don't don't take unnecessary hits if you don't have to. You mm-hmm. know, slide down. Let's save it for another day because we got a long season still ahead and. We can change some things around if we just tweak a little bit of things. You know, he tweaked the offensive line, which has protected him a little bit better. But like I said, the offense is looking different. And the defense, like I said, if, if the offense can get a lead, the defense is going to hold because Tyron Matthew is a great addition to us, being a safety net on that safety, coming downhill, you know, being a back end of that of that secondary. So I, I have confidence in our defense with Javadian Clowney and J.J. Watt putting pressure on the quarterback, you know, getting sacks, getting pressure. So as long as our offense can keep getting third downs, keep Deshaun Watson healthy, don't make him get hit unnecessarily. And considering the fact that this red zone offense needs to improve, we should be in good shape going into Buffalo because, like I said, we can contain their run game, put the pressure on the rookie uh, Josh Allen to make plays. We should be good. Definitely. We should definitely. And I think this is going to be a great, great game for you guys to try those out. And uh, I mean, it's going to be a great game for you guys to uh, implement those things, succeed in the red zone. Um, I mean, no better team than the Buffalo Bills, who are, I mean, arguably one of the worst teams right now. So I'm Go ahead. I also want to say cut down on the turnovers, too. You know, this is the this is the 19th straight game that we've had at least one turnover. We still have that record. That's Mm. That's a streak that we have, 19 straight games. So we need to cut down on these turnovers, and we'll be in good shape. But all in all, like I said, we overcame a lot Sunday night, considering we shut down Ezekiel and put it in Dak's hands. Mm-hmm. So let's go 
take this game Buffalo at home Sunday evening, and we can see if we can get a win. Solid, solid, like it. And of course, guys, that's LJ. LJ, let the people know where they can follow you. Oh, they can follow me on Twitter, man. LJ from Houston at LJ from the H. You know, I got the articles, uh, profiles, and like I said, the Rockets is coming up next week, man. Opening night is next Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So definitely going to have some Rocket information and news on as well. So y'all can follow me on Twitter at LJ from Houston at LJ from the H. That's it, man. That's solid. And of course, guys, this is Gio Garcia. You can follow me at uh, Gio Garcia LA on Twitter and all the other social media things. Make sure to go check us out on the site, thefantasysportscape.com, Facebook, Instagram, we're posting posts. Make sure to also give us a five-star rating on this, especially on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that. Share this with your friend. That wraps things up for us for LJ's Gio. We'll catch you guys next episode. Peace. Hello.